So we return now to the ship, just as we left off. You guys just killed what seemed to be the captain of the ship and the first mate and a couple of the other pirates. You all stand around on the first deck and Shmee is starting to loot the bodies. But before anything happens and before Shmee you're able to find anything, you all look up to see the hat that Captain Coxon just put on his head. And standing next to him is still the old mad wizard. But the hat that Coxon put on his head slowly begins to shrink. And Coxon's head itself almost magically begins to grow underneath the hat. And it grows, and he starts breathing hard and yelling. And he turns to you, the crew, but all three of you are too far away, down on the poop deck of the ship, searching the bodies. So you all look up to see the wizard standing next to him, smiling, happy. He's getting revenge to the man who just pushed him off the ship like a fucking asshole. And the hat continues to shrink, and his head continues to grow, and then... Coxon's hands start to grow, and his nose grows in length. Really, really long. As if he was Pinocchio and he lied about a bunch of things, and his nose gets so big, and his head gets so big, and the hat continues to shrink, and his hands get too big, and they, as they're growing, they're turning this strange bluish-pinkish color. And as you all stand there, and you even try to run up to try and help him or get the hat off of his head... While he's standing up on the second deck of the ship, there's this weird popping noise. And then everything goes quiet. And all you hear is the intestines and the blood and the brains of Captain Coxon hit the top of the deck. And the hat slowly floats down to the ground and lands there. The old wizard man laughs excitedly, claps his hands, and then skip, hop, and jumps through a portal that was right above Coxon's dead body. Leaving you three on the deck with a pile of intestines and four dead bodies. What do you do? Shmee runs over to the hat and he's like, eh. Eh. He picks it up and he runs over to the what's left of the captain and he looks down and he goes, you, you, you dropped your hat, captain. Eh. And he just tries to like put it back on his head. He's like, that, there, that's, that's better. Eh. As you get closer to the body, you can see that his clothes are still there. His weapons still there. The, the gold that he had was carrying for all of you. It's still there. Although covered in yeah, blood and shit. And what have you. Halp is going to start trying to eat everything. <laughs> Halp. Let's do this instead. And I cast um, <clears throat> Shape Water, I think is my spell. Is it? Yeah. So it's my um, my cantrip. I, I'm going to cast Shape Water and clean the yuck off the deck because she's very much about everything always being clean and yeah. shiny and pretty and <laughs> okay so are you um, gonna like shape the she, sea she... water or i was thinking you're like yeah. straight up shaping the blood itself <laughs> i mean 
If the DM wills it, I shall do that. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, um, like, that's brutal as hell, and I love it. Oh, I don't know if she would do that, but then she does. I don't. I just think she's her. She's more com- worried about getting this stuff off of the deck and cleaning things up so that people don't get hurt or whatever. Um, I, I don't know if she really knows how to process what just happened because right. it was extremely sudden right. and un. Like yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so like, you're gonna shape the water. You're gonna turn it into like a cube and then float it over the sea and let it drop into the water. And, yeah. yeah, and almost like I guess a gelatinous cube just kind of picks mm. up the guts because they're all kind of water too, I guess, and just kind of get rid I of it. And so then, imagine that some <laughs> of it is yes, it's it's um, it definitely looks like a gelatinous cube, but it's like dark red and like dripping, and you just float it off the side and drop it over. Now. While she's doing that, I will say this hat, uh, as you try to put it down on the ground or hold it or whatever, you you know, Shmi, that this hat must have had some crazy powerful curse on it. Um, and so you're still kind of like standing there and holding it. All the while, help do you actually eat some of the entrails? Because you can, if that's what you're trying to do. That's definitely what help would do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my. Okay. Uh, which one of you picks up the gold that Coxon had on him? Oh, I'm sure I'll pick it up. <clears throat> like, start just gathering his stuff and putting him in a bag or something that I've got. Okay. I'm sure he had a bag, so just stuff all his stuff in a bag. Like, literally, she's all about just cleaning up and making sure the whole surface is clean and we, <laughs> you know. Like, she doesn't know what else to do about the information she just saw. She right. has never seen that happen, and she is just going back to what she knows needs to happen, which is this needs to be clean, and everything needs to be put back in its place. Right. That's what she knows. <laughs> well, that was crazy. Time to be a Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like as as it was getting dropped into the ocean, Shmi, he would have just been sitting there saluting. He's like, he was a good captain. But, you know, we move on. And he looks over and he sees Halp just devouring the entrails. And he's like, ah, just kind of smitten with with him. And he runs over to Halp and he just kind of admiringly looks at him as he devours the old captain. Nice. Look, dun, dun, dun. Okay. Like fire off a shot as the body's dropped into the ocean. Very much. I feel like he would have been playing a horn. Yep. When it was going on, little tiny horn. Da, da, da. What if, like, even in the little blood cube, you can see a tiny little cock, and then it, as it falls into the ocean, it's like, yep, cocks <laughs> in the sea. <laughs> oh, my <gosh>. Clever. <laughs> I just didn't see it there. It was kind of small with the rest of the stuff. There you go. There you go. Okay, uh, you guys now stand <clears throat> on the poop deck of this ship. Now, all three of you guys have... Big time experience with ships on and off. You've been around ships for a long time, so you kind of know the basic layout of this ship. The only deal is you don't know kind of what is inside all of these rooms on the ship. You don't know if it's laid out normally or you don't know what. But you do know that you're here to stop the smuggling ring. Now, even though this captain might be dead, um, there are still some things you guys could accomplish here on this ship. And even if you wanted to, you could try to take the ship for your own. Um, So what... 
I'm going to say here now, as you guys are standing on the old poop deck, there are a couple of doors. All right, there is a door that leads downstairs into the bottom deck of the ship, and there are a couple of other doors that would lead to what could be like the captain's quarters, the first mate's quarters, and even the crew's quarters here on the ship. There's a door to the left and two doors to the right. And you guys are all standing up here. But um, also, <clears throat> you do loot the bodies there, Shmi. Um, and because uh, it's one of the last things you said before we ended the last podcast. I remember you were very course, adamant yeah. about it. Yes. Um, you know I want my loot. So you don't find any gold. But what <laughs> you do find is a couple of swords on these bodies. And you do get the hook hand of the captain. It just pops right off his little stump. You get a little hook hand. Is it like, is it like a cap? Does it have a handle on the inside of it? Do I have to take off my hand to use this? Hmm. You could Good probably question. shove your fist into it and use it. I mean, we'll do that. Yeah, because you have you have smaller hands, so even if it was mm -hmm. a humanoid, mm -hmm. like yeah. a big human wrist, you'd be able to hold <clears throat> the inside, I guess. Yeah, he's totally going to go for that, and he is jazzed. He's just waving it around in the air, kind of like... <laughs> and he's like, look, look, so much better than old Shmihand. This one actually does stuff. And he just starts scratching his butt with it, picking his nose, kind of licks it a little bit. Shmi, you know who might, who won't have one of those? Uh, orphans? No. <laughs> old man Jenkins. Ah. He will not have one of those. Old man Jenks and isn't even a smelly orphan. Shmi might be able to trade with him. I thought you tried to be have things that he didn't have. I mean, maybe Shmi can get some of the stuff that he doesn't have that, yeah, or he has that Shmi Shmi doesn't have. That's true. We can do that. Or I stab him in the neck and take it all. Um. Let's not do that. Um, we might have problems I'll with the guard. Eat him. And um, then new captain, eat him, no evidence. <laughs> Perfect crime. <laughs> if, if he digests quickly enough, yes, there will be no evidence. <sighs> let's, let's pursue looking through the rest of these quarters and see what we can find. If there's anyone that we need to dispatch or save righteous so there are Whichever. two doors to the right and there is uh, two doors to the left um and there is like a door in the center that goes downstairs so would you want to go through the door that seems could be what you would know would be the captain's quarters the first mate's quarters the crew's quarters or maybe the kitchen or do you want to head right downstairs um let's go to the kitchen to feed help <laughs> Good call. Ench me. Ench me. I do not require food. Okay. Shmi uh, kind of like looks at Halp and he like rolls his eyes at that. He's like, this one. This one. It just means more food for you. Ah. You reach out and open up the door. It opens. You guys step inside this small little room. You can see there is a crude 
metal stove that's not lit. It leans against the hull of the ship. It has adjustable metal chimney that can be placed through a vent hole when it is opened. But next to the stove, there's an open metal bin containing sticks of wood and kindling and stuff. And besides this is a large wooden table that is bolted firmly to the deck with a thick top crisscrossed with score marks. The table has a large drawer in it. Hanging from the hooks set into the hole above the table are two iron frying pans, two saucepans, and a skillet. Set against the bulkhead opposite is a large cask filled with clear liquid. Besides this stands a wooden cupboard. Against the bulkhead besides the forward door is an upright wooden chair, and hanging from the center of the deck above it is an unlit hooded lantern. It's basically a pirate kitchen. And there is another door on the far side of this room opposite where you entered, it leads further into the ship. Halp would like to check the table. All right. You walk over to the table, Halp, and you open up the large drawer on the table. The drawer was unlocked, and as it slides open, you can see that it holds an assortment of butcher's knives, saws, and choppers, and like forks and wooden spoons. I would uh, help to pull the drawer completely out, and not necessarily hand it to Shmi, but kind of like show it to him to see if Shmi is of interest. Yeah, Shmi I mean, we want shiny teeth. <laughs> he's like looked at it and it was like it was kind of like why would i want that then you heard him say shiny teeth and he's like ah shit and he kind of like starts feeling his teeth and looks at the hook hand and realizes how much the hook hand has improved his life already clearly <laughs> <laughs> so, so as yeah. he moved that to look let shmi look at it um carwin obviously is very interested in anything that is made of wood so she would like look in the typical hiding spots like underneath the drawer or taped to the back of the drawer was there anything taped or contained on the the underside or the back or something of that drawer why don't you roll me an investigation roll also shmi just as a random idea you could totally like put knives in your mouth like as if you were a walrus or something you know what i, mean? I think might, i don't know how they would stay so i think he's gonna take what he can for now i'll just take a half sword full of like knives and forks and shit okay and he's uh yeah he's gonna look for a dentist back in town okay Oh, look at that. It's a, it's a fucking dirty 20, Carwin. Uh, awesome. Oh, jeez, Carwin. Um, but here's the deal. Uh, you inspect the shit out of this wood, and it's nothing of any kind of fanciness. But during your investigation, you remember that you do need a piece of wood to return to the gnome woman. You need a piece of wood yes. from a stolen pirate ship. And as you're under the table kind of looking around, you can see... On the deck of this pirate ship, it's almost exactly what you need. There's a little piece of wood that is, like, sticking out. It's a large plank, like, three inches by six inches long, sticking out of the hole of the ship. Perfect. You need wood, Odie. Mm-hmm. With a story. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes. I shall take it and put it into my knapsack, or whatever adventurers call those things. Okay, uh, 
I'm assuming at this point you guys continue walking through the ship. You walk <laughs> across the room to the next door. And you guys uh, open it with ease. It's unlocked. There's uh, on the other side, you can't hear anything. But help, you do smell uh, a very sweet, sickly smell. And as the door kind of swings wide, you guys see that iron hooks set into the ceiling of this room hang three long strings of sausages, a large ham, and a hunk of meat. And against the hole, oh. all three sacks. Set against the bulkhead besides the door are a cask and a ceramic jar. And against the other bulkhead, set a large and small cask and another ceramic jar. There is an opening in the latter bulkhead about three feet square with its lower edge and about three feet above the deck. So there's an opening that goes back up. But there are three hooks with hanging meat in the center of this room and another door opposite side of the one you just came through. As the door opens, Shmi would see some of the hanging meat, and he's just going to jump at the largest one, almost like it's a father he's reunited with. And he just kind of wraps his arms around and sinks his teeth into it. I imagine you're like half the size of this thing that's hanging yeah. from the ceiling. Um, Perfect. Why don't you do me a favor and roll me a deck save to see if you can actually jump across the room and hang and swing on okay. this thing. Right. With ease. Could I do um, uh, can I do acrobatics? Absolutely. Absolutely. Help, what do you do? 23. Oh, Help's definitely attacking the the hooked meat. <laughs> Are you going for 23. the 23. The I mean, that, me. you do that, that. That's just too much for Help to ignore. <laughs> There's like strings of sausages. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Carwin steps in. It's the only one like looking around the room with these two savages just running. <laughs> oh, it's it's fine. I've Carwin has learned to um in the previous when we were going through the house, uh that she needed to get to objects before help does. So she's using it as a distraction so that she can inspect all the little, you know, bottles and, and casks and things and look and see what they are and attempt nice. to, you know. Okay. rudimentary so you uh, out what they are inspect these jars uh, these jars sitting on the casks uh, are definitely the jars they were using to carry around fresh water around the ship because the casks below them contain fresh water it's not salt water so this is some kind of um, consumable storage room of some kind and you can see that it's actually been kept finely clean compared to all the other rooms as if they might have been at least a slightly bit sanitary when it came to this room here but your two co-patriots kind of completely broke that rule and are now making a mess of it <laughs> it sounds disgusting <laughs> yes yeah. there's awful sounds it's happening. all washable yeah <laughs> Like a bulldog eating a bowl of pudding. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that there was a. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's going to stay with me forever. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> now you have that. You memory said there too. was a hole in the in the wall. Um, it is in is the it's in the roof of this room. It leads back up to the deck of the ship. At least I'm pretty sure here. After a gobbling down this large thing of meat, leaving not but a bone hanging from this hook, you guys shared a beautiful meal while Carwin inspected the whole room. Your faces now covered in grease and blood and your tummies full. You get a nice warm feeling all around you and you are satisfied. You waddle 
your full stomachs to the next door that leads into the next room. Now, you guys, being uh, fair experienced shipgoers, you know this next room uh, contains usually storage that is not food. And you open the door, sure enough, easy peasy, to see that there are indeed... Um, there's a lot of rope in here. There are two coiled lengths of rope and three rolls of sailcloth. They lie on the floor alongside what looks to be a large box. A large wooden cask sits next to it with six lengths of wood planking set into a wooden rack fastened to the bulkhead by the door are two metal-headed hammers, two wooden mallets, two saws, and an adaze, whatever the hell that is. There is an opening about three feet square, and with its lower edge about seven feet above the deck and the other bulkhead. And once again, there's one door that leads to the cruise chambers. And as you guys step into this room, you can hear snoring coming from the other side of that door. <laughs> Uh, can I stealth and just kind of poke my head through? Yes, but you'll have to open that door first. But before we get there, is there anything you guys want to do in this room before we move on? Uh... I mean, does it look like these are just our typical um, things that we would use to repair a boat or yeah. Yeah. like extra boat supplies, like our typical stuff. There's nothing out of the ordinary. No. <clears throat> like certain ones are covered by more dust than others. Blah, blah, blah. No, not that ordinary. I, being completely honest, it seems like everything in here is covered in dust and no one has done any kind of repairs on this ship in a long time, to be completely honest. Sweet. Yeah. <sighs> Good okay. thing I know how to repair a boat. That's right. So, uh, can help roll an investigation check to see if the snoring is a fey fiend or undead? Mm. <laughs> sure, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I got a six. Oh, nope, I got an eight. You got an eight. I uh, do not think... Uh, <laughs> a fade fiend or <laughs> no, sir. It is not. It is not. With your eight, uh, you and you're trying to investigate through the door, and you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. So help is gonna lean towards Carwin and say, I do not think it's fey fiend or undead. That is excellent information to have. You gathered that all from a snore. I'm very proud of you, Halp. <laughs> Halp. Halp is good boy. You are. Shmi, would you like to investigate what may be in that other room very quietly? Yes. So, Shmi, you can roll me a stealth now and open the door. Uh, we're going to do a stealth would you open. Like, would you like sleight of hand for the door as well, sorry? Sure, yeah. We'll go into stealth mode, roll me stealth, then do sleight of hand to open this door as quietly as possible. Well, with a plus seven, I rolled a nine. 
Jesus. On stealth. <laughs> so I don't know what you want to make of that, but it's not good. Well, please do your... don't have any passive perception. Please, let's... oh please. Oh, please. You want to try to do sleight of hand as well? Yes, do your sleight of hand now, yes. 17 on the sleight of hand. Okay. <laughs> okay, very good. Um, the door doesn't make but a squeak. You open it real oh, quietly. But your goblin foot on the ground does make a slight squeak as the door opens. And all of your hearts stop. Uh, but the snoring continues. A distinct uh, odor flows out of this room that reminds you, Shmi, of a marsh or a swamp. It's not strong. It's not an oppressive smell. But it is definitely noticeable. In the center of this room... like Shmi's underwear. Yeah. As you open the door all the way is a wooden table, again, bolted to the deck. But on the table sits a silver jug, half full of red liquid. With it are three mugs. Around the table are set three upright wooden chairs, and an unlit hooded lantern hangs from the ceiling above. In the gloom of this room, you can see that there are three hammocks, each one at each end of the cabin slung between the poles and one of the ship's ribs and the third is hanging from across the corner of the cabin from from next to the aft door to the central bulkhead each hammock is occupied by a scaly figure a small chest or box of some sort lies under the most forward hammock and there appear to be weapons under each of the hammocks. Mm. I'm going to kind of poke my head back out to the crowd and just kind of hold up three fingers. He's going to hold up four and then put down one because he's unsure. And then he's going to be like, yeah, 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 it's three. And he's just, so he's going to hold up three fingers to help and uh, Carlin. Halp is going to whisper to Carwin, Shmi has three fingers. I think he means <laughs> that he has three unknown people in that far room. Oh. So, from here, I'm not confident with this stealth roll. Um, what uh, what level of the ship are we on? Are we on the bottom level or the second level? We're still on the base level. As the ship base level stands, okay. yes, there on the outside of the ship, above like the poop deck, there are two like slightly higher raised levels, you know. But like, right, okay, you're still basically on the yeah, where you would put your things in the these. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That. Yeah. That's right. Come hang with us on the gaming streams. Um. So so I guess Shmi's going to kind of advance into the room a little bit just to see if I can get a better look at who these people are. Can I eye them up a bit? Do I know if they're, obviously they're pirates, but can I tell what race they are? Maybe a As class? You, yeah, step further into this room. Uh, it's kind of dark and, and kind of marshy in here. There's no actual real lit light. I know you're a goblin. You have dark vision, right? Um, yeah. Why don't you roll me a perception as you kind of get in a little closer? Now, each step you take, 
the boat kind of does squeak under your feet a little bit. So you're very careful, but with a negative one, I got a nine. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> that nine keeps coming up. <laughs> um, as you step further into this room, you hear some scratching on the floor behind the box that is the chest that is furthest behind the larger hammock. And out from behind the box comes a small pseudo dragon. It's very small, it's orange, and uh, it kind of comes up to even your knee, Shmi. And it comes out around and it kind of wanders up to you. It sees your green skin, which almost matches the skin on the hammocks. And it doesn't realize that you may not be what it thinks that it is, and it rubs on your leg before even looking up at you. For me, he's going to be really excited at this rabbit he just found. So, <laughs> yeah, he's totally going to like disregard everything he's doing right now. He'll be like, ah, oh, hello, cutie. And he's just going to lean down and kind of like pat on it a little bit. Just Quickly, roll me anal ha animal handling. Okay. Twelve. One second. Okay. Not a one. <laughs> a twelve. Okay. A uh, twelve. It, it it looks up at you, and then it doesn't seem to do much, and you kind of like pet it behind the ears, and as you're petting it behind the ears, though, the largest hammock back kind of shifts. And no one here speaks lizard folk, do they? Draconic, I mean. Uh, no. Primordial and goblin and common. Okay. You hear in another language someone almost yelling at this animal as if it was a dog. But it's like, you know, in a draconic language. Like, Bins! Gah! And then they roll back over in the hammock. Um, can I try to pick this thing up? You can. You can try, but it is a small little pseudo-dragon, and it may be a lot heavier than you think. So if you want to pick it up, you have to roll me a strength save. Okay, all right. Thirteen. Okay, yeah, you pick it up. Okay. Yeah, Shmi's just gonna be like, it's okay, Shmi found ham in the other room. And he's just gonna, like, <laughs> walk out with the dragon back towards hell. <sighs> okay. Shmi found funny rabbit. It's got wings. It probably likes lettuce. It sounded like somebody almost woke up and noticed you. Yeah, Is rude, right? Still asleep? <laughs> yes, I think so. I mean, do you want to murder them? Shmeek and murder them. I... I really like this boat, Shme, But... I mean, we can't know. keep them here. Not like they're gonna be like, oh boy, new people killed old people and took over. Now we're totally cool. That is true. <laughs> so I... maybe you put like 
you know, Shmi closed the door tight, and then Carwin, like, maybe fills it with water. Or, you know. I... Okay, while you guys are spell, Carwin standing there uh, talking, I'm assuming back in the storage room, right? Because um, there's no yeah. way you're having this conversation in that room. While you're standing there talking, um, you hear, like, a thud thud, as if someone stood up. And then you hear this creature <sighs> sounds like it's almost calling um, for its its pet. It's like, beams! Like whistling. Beams! He's just going to look down at it. He's going to like put his finger on his mouth and be like, shh. And he can be like, remember ham. And it, uh, oh yeah, ham. It's going to start wiggling around in your hands, uh, trying to get out and go back to its uh, original owner. Do you have the ham on you? Because if you do, and you want to try to calm it down and keep it in your hands, I will let you roll animal handling with advantage um, if you, like, we could say... It was definitely in the other room, right? Because we're in the storage room beside it. So it would at least be 20, 30 feet away from me. Yeah. Um, Run over and grab it and be like... Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. We'll do it with an advantage animal handling. That's a 16. Okay. It stays. It stays. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm just going to let it kind of like, I'm just going to kind of let it out of my arms and like, I've held a cats before. So I'm just going to let it out of my arms. and just allow it to kind of grip onto the giant log of hand spinning from the the thing and just let it have itself in time. Okay. Um, well, in the meantime, your, Shmi's going to make uh, his... Uh, I, w- I want to allow these two to do something. You've done a lot, and I want to yes, allow them course. to do something before anything else happens. <laughs> help? So, Carl. help is going to prepare both of his tridents, nice. and he's going to growl, you no take beans. And he's looking at wherever the noise was coming from. <laughs> beans. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one hundred percent what he's convinced the creature's name is. Okay, beans. beans. <laughs> uh, roll me intimidation. Let's do it. I got a nine. Shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he rolls, guys. These last two episodes, he rolls. As you yell that, two more thuds hit the ground. And then, out of the room, stepping into the storage room is one. Lizard folk. And you can see standing behind him are two smaller lizard folk. All three of them bearing clubs and shields that look to be made out of large turtle shells with spikes on them. And uh, it comes out of the room and it looks at you and it's like, Is Devamdi Bims? I mean, is he, who's, who's the guy looking at? Is he looking at me with beans? He's, he's looking at how you're like in the other room with the food, right? Yeah. So he doesn't yeah, see. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. What do you got? Help. Sims is in help. the other room. Help. Help is, is going to yell, no beans, and <laughs> rush in and attack with his trident. <laughs> and he goes, Yes, Bims! <laughs> oh my god. This is the weirdest oh custody battle. <laughs> 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 
Okay, if you actually want to swing shark. your trident at him, I guess roll to hit. Let's do it. Okay. Oh, son of a... 13. Okay. Uh, you miss, but what I'm going to say happens is that he throws up his tortoiseshell shield, and your uh, weapon hits it, and then he looks you right in the eye and sees your big gaping maw, and he's like, Give back, Bims! So, I have two weapon fighting. Can I swing again? Yeah, if you want to. There's no initiative. He isn't attacking you, but you can continue to fucking... Alright, let's do it. <laughs> oh, seven. He throws up his club. <laughs> and gets the other side. And he's like, BAMS! Well, guys, okay. I exhausted what I could do. You got it. Darwin? <laughs> yeah, what do? <laughs> and... Because they've been making a lot of noise. And I just state the fact again. Benz is in the other room, gentlemen. And uh, he like kind of looks at you and he's like, Adiós de Bambaria. Benz. <laughs> yes, yeah, I do me. believe Benz <laughs> is yours. Yes, I understand that. He is safe. He's eating. In the other room. He, like, opens one eye real wide at you. And he, like, lowers down his shield. And the other two kind of, like, step out of the room. And then all three of them... Uh, what, Halp, will you just roll me a d20 real quick? Yeah. Where is... Uh, I got a two. Oh. <laughs> you got a what? That can never oh, be well. good. When the DM asks you to roll a random 20, it's never good. You got a two. Okay. No, it is oh. good. It's it's real oh, good. Okay. <laughs> um, he's not convinced. He takes a step back, but then the other two come out of the room and look at you, Halp. And they kind of like, they get down on their knees and... They, like, lay down their weapons. And the one, the large oh. one, standing behind, like, yells at them. He's like, No! And then they yell back. And then he pulls out his club and his shield. And he, like, waves you away, Carwin, with his club. And then he just points his club right at you, help. And he's like, Y'all have no idea what the fuck is going on. I didn't know no one knew Draconic. It's fine. We're still, we're playing it out. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Roll me initiative. And oh, Carwin it. and... Um, I wanted to be persuasive. Dang it. Uh, you guys you may... joined the wrong team to be persuasive. Also, roll initiative if you like. Um, but I just want you to know it's kind of seeming like, you know, this is, this is, a, <laughs> he is, uh, this is a personal thing. <laughs> yeah. He thinks you've taken his pet and he wants to fight to the death for it. That's what I figured. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now roll me initiative. I have the encounter up now. Sorry. It auto does it oh. for me. Yeah. yeah. 15. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. 
Yes. And Shmi, you could also roll as well if you would like to do anything. Of course. I'm in the other room, but... Yes. Uh, just uh, You're just in the other room this order. whole time? You're just petting this little pseudo-dragon? He would... Yeah, exactly. He would have heard the noise, but he's back to enjoying some ham himself. <laughs> Eating with the thing. Well, yeah. you, it is your turn first there, Shmi. What do? Okay. Yeah. Uh, seeing the noise... Uh, Shmi is going to kind of tear himself away from it and leave the dragon to uh, kind of gorge himself on this giant ham that's hanging ten times the size of either of them. Nice. Um, so he's going to come back in. He's going to see the whole situation. Can I place myself kind of, I guess, in the doorway of the encounter? So leading to the other room. Sure. Um, Small doorway. So, normal size. Yeah. Three feet across. Yeah. Five feet up. It's not a very large doorway. One person at a time could fit in there. Absolutely. Shmi's going to look at uh, at Carwin when he steps into the doorway. And Shmi's going to be like, why you attack the crow? We need the crow. Shmi can't drive a ship by himself. And uh, from there, I guess I'm going to ready an action. I'm going to ready a shot with my crossbow for if they swing at help next. I will fire. Nice, nice. So when you do look into the room, you can see Halp's kind of standing in the center. And there are two lizard folk on their knees with their hands on the ground, like praising help. Then there's one larger lizard folk behind both of them, brandishing his weapons, ready to attack. And Carwin's kind of like next to you by the doorway, you know, watching the shit go down. So, yes. Clearly not happy with help's decisions. <laughs> help, it is your. Oh, own. Nate's Nate's very happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> help. What do you so, do? Halp is very confused, but the lizard folks growling. Um, so Halp is going to attempt to growl back because he thinks growling is a language now. <laughs> so, gar 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 gar. Will you roll me a persuasion or something, please? <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> I just want to see. Maybe you actually got some words out there. Okay, ten. that's a ten. Nah, all right, you didn't, you didn't. But I just had to check. <laughs> a talking is a free action, so you could still attack. All right, I'm gonna do it. All right. Uh, dirty twenty. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. Try to attack. Roll me some damage. Let's go. Five damage. Nice. Then I'm going <clears> to <throat> attack with my second trident. Okay. No, I'm not. Nope. 11 not is an miss. 11. <laughs> Whoops. Burning HP. There we go. Nice. Five damage. All right, Carwin. What do you do? Was there a flame of some sort in the kitchen or this, that storage room where that food was a flame. No, I don't mm-hmm. think so. Like any, even a candle lit. You anything. Sure. There's probably little candles, the lantern hooded lanterns. Yeah. In the storage room. Yeah. And probably in the meat room. I know there is okay. one though in Excellent. the lizard room, but it was out, but there is probably one in here for sure. What I want to do, Carwin, you see her reach out her hand because she's kind of in the doorway and she just kind of 
leans back a little. She's super frustrated with what's going on right now because she feels like it's just a lack of communication and we just need to understand each other. Uh-huh. And so she kind of leans back. She doesn't actually step anywhere or move anywhere. She just kind of leans back and points at a flame and controls the flame to make it expand in five feet and gets it super, super bright so that it casts a shadow of the little dragon thing hanging on the meat into the room. So you can see the dragon eating the meat in the other room on the floor, like on, or cast on whatever the shadow is. <laughs> I, uh, I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you do that, but the shadow is so large. It looks like there is a gigantic dragon eating a ham <gasps> on the wall. And it scares the large lizard. Who is the only one who sees it? The other two's faces are towards the ground, worshipping Halp currently. And he gets kind of freaked out. And he's like, ah, 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 And I say, see? <laughs> Probably not going to work with persuasion. I'm just saying, see? 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 In there. See? <laughs> Eating in there. See? <laughs> yells back. You think about the intelligence level of these creatures. <laughs> Which is a minus two on what I've got here. Okay, um <clears throat> Lizard Folk's turn. <laughs> I'm I'm assuming that ends your turn, right, Carwin? Yeah, I'm yeah. just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, see Bims! He got a 22 to hit you with his club, Halp. Oh, that definitely hits. Yes, he does six damage. Mm -hmm. And he, like, kind of, like, stepped to the right before he swings. So now he's, like, a little bit to your left. Um, But you're technically surrounded by these fucking lizards now. Although two of them aren't attacking you, but technically they're, like... Basically surrounding you. It is Shmi's turn. Shmi, what do you do? Uh, it's back to Shmi. Can I... He's just going to try to unintelligent because he's yelling at Goblin. They're going to be yelling back at Lizard folks. Shmi's just going to be like... Trying to yell to them and be like... You and I did make more respect to new captain. New captain. Better than old captain. He crazy wizard. He's gone. Or maybe when it wasn't captain. Now he's just thinking out loud to himself. It's a mess. Uh, and the whole time he's still going to ready in action. So if this lizard folk takes a swing at uh, help, he's going to shoot him with the crossbow. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's like talking nonsense. And he's just looking at you the whole time. You can tell he doesn't understand a fucking lick of it. And how I'm kind of miming with my hands, but I'm also holding a crossbow. Right, because he's talking in Goblin. So now, help! You've got one person going behind you, and then in front of you, you've got. Help is so good. Yeah, dude. And guess what? It's Help's turn. So Help is going to attempt his his growl uh, mimicry again. Sick. <laughs> Just all three of us making noises at each other. <laughs> Boy, I'm just not rolling well today. I rolled five. five. 
He's <laughs> I'm trying, Odie. <laughs> I'm clearly trying. <laughs> Alright, he's gonna swing again. Hell yeah. And I got a 16. That hits. For 6 damage. Nice. Swing again. Oh. 12. Does 12 hit? No. But. Okay. I missed one second. The current damage you've done, he's like bleeding. He doesn't look good. He's definitely hurt, right? He's got like a hurt condition mm. going. And he's like. Yeah. How many feet is it to the stupid sausage hanger thing? Less than 20. <laughs> but technically, um, you'd have to push Goblin Boy out of the way because he's standing in the doorway. Ugh. I can't step over him. It, well, maybe. You could jump over him. Roll me in acrobatics. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> you like run and like <laughs> kind of like push him back a little bit and stumble into the room. It's not graceful, but you do make it. That's fine. I just want to grab this thing that the, the sausage, whatever, the ham that he's, I don't want to grab him. I'm just going to grab the sausage or the hook and undo it and bring it back in the room and shake it at them. Say, see, <laughs> eating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to let you run into the room and grab it. All right. And then next turn you could run back out with it. All right. So you can run in there. You can grab it. <laughs> he, uh, His mom is coming out. Yeah. He's like, fucking look. Well, she is stupid. Yeah. Uh, he's going to try to chunk at you with it, with his fucking club again, Hal. This is just you and him hitting each other. He's like, so if he If he swung at help, I could take a shot with the crossbow there. He got a natural 20. Um, so do you, do you get to do like a reaction with it? Like, is that like a feat you have um, to shoot your crossbow as a reaction whenever one of your friends gets attacked or something? Yeah, it's as soon as he would have declared an attack against Hal, I would have been able to fire. Really? Yeah, because he was holding an action. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's cool. Well, go on ahead. Why don't you roll that for me first? Because um, I did get a nat 20 mm. on this, and it might put Hal down to the ground if you miss. I got a 10. You fucking miss. All right. Fuck. <laughs> Help's going down. But this is going to be hilarious. Okay, so it's uh, three plus two plus six, which makes it 11. Help, you're going down. Yep. Yeah. Going down. And uh, here's what happens. After he hits you and you fall to the ground, the two lizard folk that were worshiping you Turn around and stand up. And both of them make swings at the larger lizard folk with their <laughs> clubs. In your honor. Yes. Help minions. <laughs> they both miss. <laughs> this is going so well for <laughs> Now it is Shmi's turn. Um, on your turn, we'll start doing death saving throws and all the other kinds of stuff. But it was just a club hit, so hopefully you'll be all right. Um, Shmi, it's your go. All right, perfect. He's going to see the captain go down. He's going to be like, no, captain! Ah, 
And he's going to just run forward with the two daggers drawn, uh, jumping off the captain's body and attacking the uh, the uh, the man's there. Now, could you consider that those two are on our team? I think now, yes, I would. Yes. Although that's not would a this... complete yes, but halfway, yes. Would you say that them being on the team and him being surrounded would give me advantage? <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. I like where this is going. <laughs> so I'm going to attack with my sneak attack as well. All right. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to jump in with a short sword for the first hit with a plus five and a 24, meaning nice. I rolled a 19. Fuck yeah. Um, nice. So, yeah, I'm going to add sneak attack dice as well as damage with that, too. So. Okay. I'm cool with it. Piercing damage, 7. Sneak attack, 6. So we're looking at 13. 13 damage going out. You kill him. Oh my god. So yeah, so he just he jumps off this guy and just kind of buries his sword into him. And he's going to look at him in Goblin. And he's going to still start to keep talking at Goblin. He's going to be like, I warned you not to touch new captain. And he's going to look at him with the most psychotic look that nobody would figure would be pulled off as he just lowers this guy to the ground and pulls his blade from his chest. It's bloody. Love that. <laughs> he falls to the ground. But the two lizard folk that uh, were worshipping Hal both walk over to him and begin rubbing his chest and rubbing him all over to try and stabilize Halp. Um, I don't have a way to roll medicine with them. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do this. Uh, they're going to both make medicine rolls to stabilize how? Well, they got a, a six and a seven, so they both fail, but they are trying. <laughs> They're just, like, mashing the blood around. <laughs> They're trying. Well, there's no blood. There was no, like, wounds. It was all, like, bludgeoning damage from a club. So, like, they just rubbing your bruises, you know? Jesus Christ. Okay, but initiative is over. Carwin, what do you do? So she hears this sickening thud. She knows what that sounds like when people fall down and they are unconscious. She knows very much what that sounds like because she was with Mellowin for a while who tried to teach her some healing stuff. She wasn't really into the healing stuff. Yeah. She was more into different kinds of magic. So she literally drops the sausage and dragon shit in the storage room and bolts to help. Nice. And... Well, as she's running, pops the cork on that healing potion that she's got in her backpack and, like, does a slide to his side and, like, dumps it in his mouth that I'm sure is very wide open. Sick. Even if it wasn't, you could still get it in there. All them teeth and shit. I can get it in there. <laughs> yeah. Also, for flavor text, can we say you just drop the whole thing in there, like glass and all? I mean, this is how I can. Yeah. Like, I, I, my hands are probably really slimy from that stupid sausage. And so as I'm trying to shake all the the potion out, it just, the last little shake, it just runs thump and gets out of my hand and into his mouth. Okay. Um, and this was the healing potion, correct, that we had bought in? Um, yes. Which means he will be stabilized. Now, what, what happens if we do... Does he get that HP back from the healing and he's okay? I think he does. Stabilized character. Hold on, I'm going to look up. Because we don't really deal with this a lot. This is fun. Um, yeah, right. 
there are some ways to stop a character from dying. Spare the dying, uh, just in case it's a cantrip. Um, if nobody has spared the dying, uh, DC 10 Wisdom Medicine, which is what the lizards tried, um, and they failed. Um, while the stabilized character is still at zero hit points and unconscious, at least they have saved off death. Right. Do not take damage while you're down, because then you may die. Massive damage, yes. Um... doesn't say anything about potions here why it should y'all ever dealt with this before how, do, how did you heal it handle it well i mean other shows have if as long as somebody's administering it to them then that whoever administers it then has to do the role yeah because sure. either the person drinks it or they get administered a potion mm-hmm. okay cool yeah that's what i was kind of curious about so cool then odie roll me the dang old healing eh let's do it all right Two D four plus two. That's it. Did it work? Nope. No. There it goes. Eight. That's pretty dang good. That's pretty dang good. Help. Your eyes slowly open as you see two lizard faces and Carwin above you. You have eight HP. Uh, so, help says, help save beans? <laughs> I don't think Carwin ever needs to actually sigh because she doesn't really breathe or smell or do anything like that she definitely makes a very large sigh and <laughs> attempts to find the correct words <sighs> and then bims uh, b-i-m-z the little pseudo dragon comes in from the other room still dragging a link of sausage with him <laughs> i'm sure his up. shadow looks like he's enormous because he's still, that shadow is still yeah. <laughs> active yeah. for an hour. <laughs> With the sausage in his mouth, he jumps up onto Shmi's shoulder. Yeah. Oh, hello, rabbit. <laughs> the two Be lizard folk rabbit. both hold out their hands to help you stand up, Halp. Uh, Halp takes her assistance and attempts to stand up. Both of them. Roll anything for that? No, no. You stand up. Both of them in draconic. Say some words that you don't understand with a slightly smaller tone. They're smaller lizard folk. They're definitely shorter than you are. And both of them are like. And then they walk back into the lizard room. You kind of like wander and follow a little bit, and you see they bring out the chest that was underneath the larger lizard's hammock. And they set it down on the ground and open it up. And uh, on the inside. Yeah, hold on. I have it here. The chest opens up and it contains 10 Electrum ingots worth 100 uh, gold pieces each. These ingots are branded, though. And they seem kind of odd, but they are branded with a strange, 
what looks to be like lizard folk brand on the top of them. And they open up the chest to you, Halp. Uh, so Halp looks at them and says, Grr, grr. And then takes the chest and brings it to Carwin. I honestly was expecting Carwin you to is... take one of the ingots and try to eat it. <laughs> like, he's going <laughs> to eat things for food. Hal's <laughs> been down that road before. They're hard to get out. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she's still sitting on the floor on her knees where she kind of slid right up to his body. And she just has both of her hands on top of her legs that are folded underneath her. And she just kind of looks at him. Uh, and then help, help slowly gonna, gets up. There. <laughs> <laughs> One very, you know, still trying to find the words, giving herself some time to say kind words right this moment. <laughs> um, help. Yes. I think those two little lizards are now going to follow you. They might actually help us. We just need to learn some Draconic, I believe. The Big Beans brought box. Big um, Beans? Big Beans? Because Little Beans? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, In the podcast private chat, I, I don't sent think the that link means what you think I mean. <laughs> pseudo dragon, Nate. I sent the link for that. That's so funny. Help. I don't think that means what you think it means. But that is okay. <sighs> um, since the dragon is happy and these two lovely gentlemen are possibly going to help us. Um, how about we just uh, thank the two dragons by a very small bow, because they bowed very big to you. They have much respect for you, Help. So you are going to show that you, as a larger person, have respect for them as well, but a very small bow. See what always, happens when you do that. We always knew you'd be Captain ever since me first saw you in town you're big and captainy how could they not want to follow you that is very true how eight captain that's why you're new captain you gained his power technically you did eat pieces of him yes um shmi might have had too much hand power we need to basically tell them thank you for this electrum and then continue on um, hopefully turning this boat into ours. Because I do help, I really do like this boat. So, help is uh, taking Carwin's advice. It's walking over to uh the, the little lizard folk people <clears throat> and he like slightly bows 
that he looks like he's confused, like he's trying to interpret what Carwin told him. <laughs> so he slightly bows and then pats them on the head. Okay. And, and then they like look at you as you pat them on the head and you can kind of see that, well, maybe not you, but Carwin, you realize that they don't understand and they're like, <laughs> thank they, you, help. That, that they receive works wonderfully. The padding. And then they walk <laughs> back through their little lizard room and they open the door on the other side of this lizard room that goes back out onto the deck of the ship. And you can see both of them, they both pick up like mops and they begin mopping up the blood that is still like left on the ship from all the dead bodies. And then you hear like a splash as they throw the captain of the ship off the ship into the water. They're like cleaning up the deck of the ship. Carwin puts her hand to her chest and is so very happy right now that someone is cleaning. Uh, (laughs) Help. I do believe we have some other rooms to investigate very quickly while others are distracted. 